It's the Eastern Insider Podcast with your hosts, Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. National Student Athlete Day to celebrate. I'll see you on Monday afternoon. I'm Greg Steiner. I'm Alex Jewell. Happy to have you along for another edition of the East Insider Podcast, Home Stuck at Home edition. Once again, Alex is at his house, I'm at mine, and we hope wherever you are, you're enjoying your Monday, and thanks for tuning in as always. Alex, how was your weekend, or as we call it, every other day? Uh, not bad weekend, good, excited to get into this National Student Athlete Day edition of the podcast. Of course, it's also Easter week, the next time we'll talk. Hopefully the Easter Bunny has hit your house, Greg Steiner. I know Cooper's looking forward to a good Easter surprise or two. Are you more of a, a jelly bean kind of guy? Or are you on the sweet kind of things with chocolate? I think I know your answer. I'm not a chocolate fan, so get me some jelly beans. I've got my Jolly Rancher jelly beans downstairs that I've been digging into, and I've probably consumed way too many. But more importantly, it means Sunday, a day for celebrations, remembrance, and ham. That's what I'm most looking for. Of course, I don't know if my Easter will be able to top last year's Easter. For those that don't remember, Greg and I spent the day out at Ostrike Stadium last year. That's why I've got it on my background right now, for those of you who can see. And uh, Kathy Steiner put together a wonderful Easter ham dinner in the press box. It was fantastic. You know, we had Ohio there, Russ Eisenstein. Kathy Steiner cut me some ham and all. It was, uh, it was quite the remembrance of a holiday. But this year, I think I'm going to be heading to Pennsylvania, but that's okay. Uh, not quite the same. I'll, I'll miss you on Sunday. I will miss you, too. We would uh, usually be under normal circumstances, have wrapped up the spring game that would be this weekend, getting ready for some EMU baseball that was supposed to be at Bowling Green. So we miss out on that. But uh, we hope uh, everybody along the line staying safe and healthy and enjoying their Easter. As you mentioned, Alex, it is National Student Athlete Day and a day we show thanks to them for everything they do. Uh, I know I've seen some of your memories on Facebook today and Twitter, but what's your uh, your story of a favorite student athlete memory? Well, I'll tell you what, I talked about it on Twitter today a little bit. It, it coincides really well with our uh, walk through history series that we're doing right now, 20 straight days of the greatest football victories in history. Uh, we're also doing one for basketball as well. It's a couple of days behind right now. But I tell you, there's so many great memories that I've had over my five years here. I mean, you've been here for longer than that, so I know you have more than a handful as well. But, you know, whether it's going to the Bahamas uh, with the football team, traveling with our basketball teams and seeing them win such big games, I think one that really sticks out to me that I'll never forget is we talk about – uh, the election night game in 2016. Of course, for those that don't know, Eastern Michigan at Ball State, Tuesday night, election night, cold, sleet, rain, almost nobody there. Uh, Eastern gets down 21 to nothing, comes roaring all the way back. And not only was that win significant for comeback purposes in the history books, but that win gave Eastern bowl eligibility for the first time since 1995. Of course, it ended up being the first bowl bid in 29 years for EMU. Uh, so to be there and be a part of that, I'll tell you, you were there, coaches, players, family members, tears coming down, both on the field, in the locker room, 
um, of just pure, pure emotion at its finest jubilation for, for what that meant for the program. And that was really kind of the stepping stone for the first time where we knew that we knew that things were getting better under Chris Creighton, but I think that was where it was really cemented that this was going to be a program uh, that was here to stay for the future. And of course, we haven't looked back since we've gone to two bowls since then. And uh, it's been a fantastic, fantastic ride. So that's something that sticks out just to see that pure emotion of the players that overcame all that they did uh, at Eastern to, to kind of turn the tide of the program. I guess uh, it's one of the fonder memories you think back. Uh, I know election night caused us particular headaches because usually our flagship station, WEMU, would be carrying EMU football, but instead that night they were obligated for election coverage. We shifted to W4 Country as part of uh, the Annabelle Cumulus Media Group was so gracious to move us across. So Rob Rubick, Matt Shepard, and I were on a different radio station, uh, bumped for election night coverage, and then about one of the latest evenings I've been home for a, a football game. I think we left uh, Schumann Stadium at 2.30 in the morning to drive Ipsy. So it was a, a long night, and even then they were still uh, making uh, decisions on what's going on uh, in terms of who won. But certainly a good memory, and we've got plenty of them. If you've got a student-athlete share, certainly on Twitter, let us know, or Facebook on all the EMU social media channels. Social media, if you do want a little football in your life, the perfect opportunity is tonight as EMU football has been competing in their own uh, virtual game of football. They're really playing Madden. They've gone both PlayStation and Xbox to crown champions. And tonight they take on a good friend of ours, and that was EMU former offensive coordinator Kalen DeBoer, now the head coach at Fresno State. They'll be taking on the Bulldogs tonight to see who wins the virtual spring championship. Who you got, Alex? Well, I have got EMU football, of course. I sent a text message off to current Fresno State offensive coordinator, Ryan Grubb, who I worked for in my first year here at Eastern Michigan. He was the first coach position that I worked for his offensive line when he was at Eastern. So I've already started the track and, of course, Kalen DeBoer who has now put together quite the career and is back as the head coach, you know, always will be fans of those two, but at the end of the day, it's green and white. That's going to take the cake tonight. You can catch that on Twitch and we'll have uh, social media coverage on at EMU FB on both Facebook and Twitter. Uh, this week, we continue our talk with EMU student athletes, Alex, and we take a venture into a would be Olympic hopeful well, unfortunately, we'll have to wait one more year for that uh, dream to become and Donald Scott. Donald Scott, one of for, for those that don't know, a fantastic uh, EMU student athlete. Started out in football, walked on to the track team. And what did he do once he walked on the track? Well, he only became one of the best student athletes that Eastern Michigan's ever seen. A nine-time MAC champion, a two-time All-American, and now uh, an Olympic hopeful, one of the best. Uh, triple jump athletes there is in the world. He certainly has a great chance to be on the Olympic team and continue what's a fantastic Olympic tradition for EMU track and field. Uh, such an extensive list of former athletes that have made it to the Olympic stage and to the Olympic podium as well. And I know Donald is so excited about that, the opportunity to continue that legacy for Eastern. Really a great wide-spanning, great interview in which he talks about not only his personal life now, he's a father, he's got a full-time job, 
Uh, he coaches as well, but also finding that balance to stay training for his professional running career. So a fantastic uh, interview with him that I'm looking forward to uh, hearing again. Yeah, it's a good interview and should be a good list for everybody. We also have some good ones lined up for you in the upcoming weeks. So we talked to Donald Scott this week. Next week, uh, we've already lined up interviews with Gretchen Buzzkirk from the EMU Sports Medicine Department to talk about National, student, uh, National Athletic Training Month. And of course, how you deal with student athletes during a, a pandemic like this. And we also have with EMU senior pitcher Davis Feldman, all those things coming up in the next few weeks. Absolutely, a great lineup of guests and a good time to remind you at home that Greg and I are on Twitter. We're both uh, prevalent. We both tweet out about the Eastern Insider. If you have suggestions for anybody that you want to hear on the show or, or uh, maybe want to encourage us to bring some people on, Gretchen, for example, was a great suggestion by Brenda Remo on campus who heads up our sports management program. And so if you are listening and have some suggestions, feel free to reach out to us, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, our email, whatever it may be, because we always want to make the show better for you, the listeners, and continue to bring people on that you want to hear from. We'll take feedback. We'll also take personal grooming tips. Because if this goes on much longer, Alex and I are going to need a haircut. Absolutely. Uh, if anybody out there, you know, can can spare some scissors or has barber skills, please let me know. You're more than welcome to come over. I'll cook you dinner, and uh, you can give Greg and I a haircut. Appreciate that, Alex. I won't be cutting your hair, but we certainly know others that might. So without further ado, let's a special guest in EMU's own Donald Scott. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. This week's episode of the Eastern Insider rolls on as we are joined alongside a nine-time MAC champion, a two-time NCAA All-American and Olympic hopeful. Uh, that's Donald Scott. You've seen him uh, many ways out on the track as well as maybe if you really remember back the football field. Donald, thanks for joining us. Hi, guys. Um, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Tell us, how, how are you adjusting to this new norm? I mean, it's, uh, it's a different reality we're all, we're all living in. And, and for you, a person that is busy both coaching and teaching and, and trying to compete on your own, how difficult is it right now? Um, I would say, I mean, it's like nobody predicted this. So it's like everything's put on hold. And I was um I was um I was on a good road to you know make this Olympic team and um and now that's on hold but I mean I can't complain it's for the better um to keep everybody safe so I just have to reset that clock and continue to train um I'm still working um I worked at a juvenile detention center for Washington County so um, they are considered essential. So, um, I still work, you know, um, other than that, I've been home and I've been doing at home workouts and, and just trying to find, you know, places to train and, and get it in during this time while I can. Knowing that you've got 
a, a new baby at home, you're freshly married. How difficult is it to one balance what you have to do, be considered an, an essential employee and still to be able to come home and be a dad and a father? It takes a lot. It's, um, it's definitely a lot of pressure, but at the same time, my family is my support system. So they, um, um, they support me, you know, 100%. My wife supports me and, and we just do our jobs. We all have a job to do. And, um, and it's my job right now to provide for my family while I can. And, and I use my athletics and, um, and, um, and my outside opportunities to bring in enough income, you know, so my wife can stay at home and take care of the baby while, you know, I, I go out and um, just handle the business. So, I mean, I'm just playing my role and um, it's my job. I love it. And I love my life that I'm living right now. Donald, I know that a lot of people may not know as much about the track and field side of things as obviously you're an Olympic hopeful. Talk a little bit about the training regimen that, that you're on uh, is balancing that with your family life, with your work life as well. And then now amid this pandemic, you know, I know you were telling me off air a little bit that it's not been as easy as you might think to, to find training opportunities and to do that. So how have you been juggling all of that and what are you doing to make sure you stay in tip top shape? Because you're a world-class athlete and other athletes are doing the same thing. So you have to keep that competitive edge. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, I know that this is my job, so I can't slack on the job. Um, although they tell us to, um, you know, stay at home. Um, you know, people have jobs to do still, but at the same time, you just have to do it the safe way. Um, again, um, it's like my coach and I have this plan. Um, and he sends me my workouts and I find a grass field or, or track and, um, or some body weight lifting stuff and just do it, you know? Um, and, and I mean, right now, you know, things aren't, aren't set to open back up till I think like June um, is what I'm hearing. So now it's cutting into my actual, you know, season because the, um, it's like the professional season starts in May. Um, so now it's going to cut into that. Um, but again, I mean, it's, um, um, we have a plan, you know, and it's like the main goal right now is to prepare for Tokyo 2021. So, um, I'm just using this time to get it in while I can and, and just enjoy this, you know, family time. Cause I'm usually just busy, busy, busy practice work and I'll be home for about a couple hours to spend you know, my family and um, I have to go to bed around nine to get up to do everything up at 6 a.m. So it's a it's a cycle. But again, I know my family supports me and. And without the support, you know, I wouldn't be able to do it. Kind of go back to the beginning. You're a kid out of that grew up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You, you get a call and, and are recruited to, to come to Eastern Michigan. First off, what did you know about? EMU before you, you came up here and, and decided that this was going to be now become your home and just walk us through then the decision uh, to 
to make the switch to track because uh, triple jump is, is certainly not something that, that a lot of people are familiar with, but walk us through how that development came to come to Eastern and then to switch sports. Um, I started track my freshman year and uh, in high school. Um, I was guided by my mentor, Sean Prophet. Um, he coached me through the triple jump. He wasn't the best coach, but he taught me the right movements that I had to, you know, do to perform the technique. So I just did it the best I could. And eventually, you know, I started getting better. Um, at the same time, I was playing football um, in high school. Um, I loved football. It was my main sport. Um, you know, I had a dream to go to the NFL one day and I'm just the type of person that likes to stay active. So I just did sports just to stay active. So that's what track was to me because again, um, I loved football. So, um, again, um, I had an opportunity to play running back instead of receiver on uh, one game in high school. And I scored six touchdowns at running back and East, um, uh, Eastern recruit happened to be there watching someone on the opposite team. And then he saw me and um, I get a call the next week saying, hey, we're interested, you know, um, let's get you up here for a visit. And I'm like, all right, cool. So um, we did that. I came up here and it snowed. I never saw snow before. And um, I remember I was late to a meeting because I was, uh, <laughs> I was having a snowball fight um with one of the coaches and um and Ron English got mad at me <laughs> but um yeah so I I chose Eastern because I wanted to get out of Florida um because um I knew that Florida wasn't the place where I can evolve as a man so I decided to go to Eastern um it was a full scholarship um and then from there um, I, I walked into the, um, the track office and talked to coach Goodrich about, you know, walking onto the team. Um, he understood that I was a full-time football player, so we would negotiate, you know, stuff. So all four years, I mean, I, um, I, I, I was going back and forth, um, um, in the springtime had spring football. And then at the same time, it was track. And then after those two, it was it was fall camp, and then after fall season, it was back to fall training for track. So I was a year round, you know, training. Um, but um, the switch to track came my um, at the beginning of my senior year. Um, I had a red shirt year left for track, so. Um, I decided to switch because I fell out of love with football um, because of the history we had back then, with the program and, and things like that. So um, it kind of took my love away. Um, that was when, um, you know, D. Reed got, you know, killed and, and the issue with Ron English went on. So everything was just out of whack. So I just decided, okay. Um, I'm not even going to do pro day. I'm just going to let it all go. 
So um, um, Coach Goodrich, um, he he granted me a fifth year, and that's when I turned into the athlete that I needed to be. Um, and that's when I figured out I didn't love football as much as I did triple jump because I'm constantly studying triple jump. I think about triple jump. You know, football was just a talent for me. Um, but I do, I do appreciate the opportunity that Eastern did give me for football. Um, but I did also have to let it go to evolve. So um, it's like now I'm a professional athlete. Um, I still train on Eastern. I appreciate everything you guys are doing for me, um, um, auto support. And um, I just wanted to get my, you know, picture on the wall in, in Bowen as an Olympian. You know, that's my goal. And um, it'll be there forever. And, and um, I, think, I think I'm on the, you know, um, you know, the rise to be one of Easter's next Olympians. Yeah, you mentioned that. How do you go about setting out a, a training routine, getting with Coach Roberts and your other coaches and decide this is the plan of attack to get me to that, that spot? How, how do you guys start that process? Um, my coach, he's, he's very smart and wise. Um, I love him like a father. Um, it's like our connection is, is, is tight. And in order to, you know, be successful, you have to have that, you know, type of relationship with the coach. Um, and I can't say that he knows his stuff. And, and um, it's, it's a type of a relationship to where we piggyback off each other and we learn things from each other. And, um, and that's a great thing about it because I don't want a coach that I just come to practice and he just tells me what to do. And that's it, you know? So um, I love the relationship we, um, um, that we have. And, and that's why I've, I've been around, you know, Eastern because of our relationship um, and opportunities in the area. Um, and, and also because of my family. Um, but it's like, um, it's a long, it's a long thought out plan because um, he talks about mesocycles and and yearly cycles and stuff. So he has, you know, a plan set up to where I'm peaking at the right time of the year and stuff like that. So I just leave all that stuff up to him and I'm, I'm just being the athlete and, and doing my part, you know, while he does uh, his part. Donald, you talk about walking into Bowen and seeing the pictures of the Olympians on the wall. And certainly uh, when you think about Eastern Michigan athletics, you think about the track and field program and the cross country programs as being uh, second to none in their, in their championship pedigree. And you talk about you coming in as a freshman, walking on and then turning that into one of the most illustrious careers, arguably of any athlete that's ever walked through the door at Eastern Michigan, nine time MAC champion, two time All American. When you, now that you've moved on and you're in your professional career and you sit back and think about being maybe a top two or three athlete that's ever walked through that program and what that means given the history, what does that mean to you? It means a lot um, because of the fact that I know that all my hard work has been put in this place. Like, 
it's all done at Eastern and it feels good to be an Eagle um, and to be able to train there um, because I know um, it's like some professionals, they, they just pack up and um, go train elsewhere besides their college. But again, I chose, I chose to stay there because you guys are loving and you guys, um, and you guys allow me to use the facilities and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I don't have to pay, you know, so I'm just taking advantage, you know, of the opportunity. And also it shines light on the Eastern also. Um, so we, you know, we all benefit from it. Um, and I mean, I just, I just, I don't know. I just walk into that place every day and, and just get, um, you know, motivated just seeing, you know, the long list and, and a space right there at the end. And, and I just see myself there every, every day I walk into Bowen. It's, it's pretty big. You can't miss it. So, you know, it's there to see every single day. So how, how can't it not motivate you, you know? So. What do you think is, is the reason that Eastern's had such good success getting people to the Olympics? Is it the facilities? Is it the coaches? Is it a combination of just that drive, like you speak about, of, of wanting to keep that streak alive? I mean, every Olympics since 1960, Eastern has had a representative in, in track. I, I'm not sure there are many schools across the country that can even fathom a, a streak of success like that. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 pretty, um, it's pretty amazing because it's, it takes a different type of athlete to make it that far. You know, because I know a lot of high schoolers dream of being a D1 athlete, and and I've I've been at Eastern, you know, since 2015 as a pro, and I've seen kids come and go. You know, I've seen kids come that you know were good out of college and and didn't um, you know didn't come to Eastern to excel, um, but it it takes a strong minded person because there are a lot of distractions in college that you just can't feed into because it, it holds you back. Um, I can say all those distractions did, um, it, it did kind of hold me back when I was playing football. Um, and that's why I think I also fell out of love because I was, I was not, tuned into you know just football it was other distractions and and stuff that came with it so um but the love for track um it's like the love for anything that you do has to be there um you can't slack at all unless you know um because there's always a person coming for your spot so you always have to be in tip-top shape you can't slack and um, I just, it, um, it's like I turned everything around when I start, um, I switched over from football to track. I started recovery right. I started strengthening right because when I was playing football, I had injury after injury because I didn't have that knowledge of stretching right, of, of doing this stuff. And now that I'm in a sport that I'm constantly running in, 
and have to have mobility and stuff like that. I've learned a lot about the body to where I've been injured free since I left football, you know, knock on wood, but it's just all about gaining a lot of knowledge and self-study in your craft to a way you have to just um, elim eliminate all distractions and just focus on your main goals. So you're a father, uh, a husband, you have a full-time job, a professional athlete, you still train all the time, and you still find time to coach as well. What is it about coaching that you've uh, that has made you excited to kind of get into that? And is, is coaching down the line something that you're interested in and kind of making the same connection with maybe some student athletes that you had uh, when you were a student athlete? Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's like everything that I've chosen to done uh, to do so far, you know, like coaching and working at a juvenile center is basically, you know, surrounded around helping others. Um, and that's my goal in, um, in life is to help others. But it's like when it comes to coaching, I, um, it's like I love to see my work being, you know, displayed, you know, and, and me helping, you know, that athlete get to college and to hopefully make it to the Olympics one day. So that's what it's all about is seeing other people do great. Um, again, I work at the detention center and it's my job there is to help those um, um, is to help those kids in there um, reshape their life to come out to be better people. So to me, coaching and working there, to me, it's just all about serving people. Knowing that you heard the, the IOC announcement that there won't be an Olympics coming up this summer and you have to wait one more year to, to try to get to that goal. A lot of student athletes at EMU are, are in a similar spot. They saw their season end and a dream of a championship take away. What's kind of your message to, to those people and, and those student athletes at home right now that are suffering because their sport's been taken away much similar to how your ultimate goal has been taken away right now? Yep. I would say that this isn't the end. Um, it shouldn't, you know um, – it is a little discouraging and it puts a hold on a lot of things because I mean, to be honest, that fall training is, is, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough to, to go through that, all those tough workouts and the pain, all those months, you know, and then to just, you know, be wiped away like that. It's, um, it's discouraging and depressing, but at the same time, you know, um, we have to be safe and, and know that um, it's like this too, you know, shall pass, you know, so just, you know, do what you can in the meantime and, um, and just stay patient. Well, that'll do it for another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Remember, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, or emueagles.com. Until next week, stay safe.